0: It's not just for you. The gift is for other people. And if you say other people focus, you won't focus so much on what you feel or what you didn't do or any of that kind of critical stuff
1: welcome to the sing confidently live creatively podcast a show to help you build confidence as you start singing acting dancing and being creative again hi i'm estelle i'm a singer actor performer and beginner voice coach who knows how it feels to want to use your god-given creative gifts but you stay stuck in fear and doubt the solution is to start building confidence you have gifts that you need to grow and use and share and the world is waiting for you i want to be there with you to help you do that It's time to live creatively. So without further ado, let's begin. Hi you guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so grateful that you're here joining me another day, another week. How was your weekend? How is it going? How are you feeling? Are you ready to start this new week? Do you feel like the weekend went fast? I kind of do personally. (laughs) I need a longer weekend. I don't know about you guys, but um, Anyway, I'm looking forward to this week, though, and to the rest of this month, actually, because I've been talking with a lot of you guys. I just want to say thank you for everyone who's listened to the show, anyone who reaches out, who is in the Facebook group, who reads the emails. It really means a lot to me to hear from you any time that you any moment that you have, like to share something or to respond in some way. Like it really means so much. So just always feel free to to chat. Let's chat. Um, I love hearing from you. I love talking to you. And one thing I'm really excited about is just being able to work with you more and really serve you in any way that I can when it comes to singing and, and building confidence and believing in yourself and believing that you have God-given creative talents that are worth expressing, that are worth taking time to develop and grow in and build confidence in. When it comes to singing, when it comes to performing, when it comes to auditioning, you know, doing these things that, you love like you you know you love it that's why you're here that's why you're listening to this so I just want to remind you that um you are so loved and you are so gifted and you have creativity inside you that is worth being expressed and worth being shared and developed and grown and and you you can build confidence in yourself and it is all there for you it's all available for you and i'm here to just support you along the way and hopefully be along this journey with you so you know if you feel like you want more support in any way or if there's if there's any topic or question that you have that you would want more clarification on my dms are always open like dm me at creatively performing arts um, and i would love to hear from you i'd love to chat with you i'd love to Um, message back and forth with you and get to know you more. It really, it really would be amazing to just hear more from you. So feel free to reach out. Um, Actually, I'm really excited because I'm starting to talk about this on my um, Instagram and stuff and Facebook group, but I have an upcoming free virtual workshop that is going to come um, very soon, there is an interest form that you can click below in the show notes right now. You can go and click there real quick and fill it out. It's just a, less than a minute to fill out the form, it's really, really quick. And it's gonna get you in the email list so that you can hear more about the workshop as it comes up and um also get to be in the running for any for giveaways that i'm going to be doing so you can get some cool giveaways as well leading up to the workshop as well as in the workshop and i'm really excited to host this it's going to help you start building confidence when it comes to singing when it comes to performing and you guys have already started asking questions i'm so excited for the responses that i've gotten already And um, the questions that you're asking about allowing your authentic voice to emerge about being confident when you're singing and overcoming stage fright and all these things I I literally recorded I did a live on my Instagram if you're not following me on Instagram, go follow creatively performing arts. So you can stay up to date with everything and connect with me more. I'd love to chat with you over there. But I did a live there last week answering, um, starting to dig into one of the questions because I was like, I don't know if we're gonna have enough time to answer all these questions, um, in the workshop. So just in case, I'm trying to do some lives throughout these upcoming weeks to try to chat with you more. So go and follow me over there. I'd love to hear from you and hear that you heard about this show or that you listened to the show and that you came over. It really means the world to me to connect with you. So just. What a gift that would be to me. So um, and hopefully we could chat more and I could answer even more of your questions just one on one. Like if you have questions about singing and stuff and you feel like you've never really gotten to ask anyone, like just DM me. Like I'll, I'll literally answer it for you right then and there. So um, which is kind of cool. We can chat like that. Um, I just want to make space for you to express your creative your um, you know, creative gift and singing. I want to make that space for you. And if you need that encouragement, you need that support, just reach out. You know, in this time, this world that we're in right now, there's so much going on. There's so much pain and devastation and horrors in this world right now. And I just want to be that space for you to know that you can always come to this podcast. You can always come to this show. You can come to my Instagram and always know that you will be seen, you'll be heard, you'll be supported, you'll be encouraged, and um, you're not alone. And uh, I've done some episodes on that very topic because I know how important it is to hear that over and over and over and over again. And how important it is for you to know that you're supported, especially when you grew up singing and grew up performing and you're feeling like you're trying to come back to it. And. It can be scary, right? It can be scary. There can be fear that comes alongside it, and I want you to know that um, you don't have to let fear be what guides you and what um, determines whether or not you take that step of courage to start singing and start, you know, taking a voice lesson or going join joining this free workshop that's coming up, right? Don't let fear be the thing that stops you. Absolutely not that's that's a non-negotiable i will not let that be the thing that stops you i want you to pursue pursue that god-given just using that god-given talent with everything that you are as much as you possibly can and in whatever way that you can and don't let it sit by the wayside don't let it you know just you know don't toss it aside for one more moment i need you i want you to i hope for you that's my deepest desire is that you We'll just start to embrace it, even in small ways. And that's what the show is here for to help you do every single week. That is what I'm here for. That's what I want to help you with. And I hope you feel that support. Truly, I do. Um, and so I'm excited for today's episode. I'm excited to get into it. Before I get into it, I do just want to ask that you go to that interest form. I would love for you to go um, and fill it out real quick and Join us, join us for this workshop coming up. I mean, you're really going to get questions answered. You're going to get a free coaching um, and opportunity to just meet other creatives. Oh my gosh, other artists. You know, some of you guys are musicians. You have music that you're putting out. Like literally come and collaborate with other artists. You can meet other people and you can even share like, Maybe, the, I'll, you know, maybe I'll do like an opportunity at the end for people to share their Instagram profiles, music that you have that you've put out so that other people you can actually like share your music with other people. You can connect with other people. Right. I want I want to create spaces for connection. That's why I have the performing arts community, the free community on Facebook that you can join where you can literally share your music and stuff like that. Like I have, I have days where you can share things that you're working on and stuff. So and you can connect with other people um, because we have to support each other in these arts artistic fields that we have that we're in. And so, yeah, really take advantage of this opportunity to connect and build that community and build those connections with other artists who can support you as well. Um, and I would just love to see you there. So go fill that interest form out. Do not delay, do not put it off. Don't put it off one more moment. This is your opportunity to start building confidence as a singer and a performer. And so I'd love to see you there. Um, also, if you wouldn't mind going ahead and leaving a review below Um, If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, please go ahead and leave a review. It really helps the show so much. Even if you just say, hey, I love this show. Like simple, few words, five star review or however many stars is up to you. But you can just put like a quick word in there just a couple words doesn't have to be elaborate unless you want it to um talk about what this show has been to you you know if it's impacted you in one way or another i mean i would love to hear that from you it really would touch me a lot if you want to just give me that little gift today but um i would love for you to drop that below in the show notes or in the review. Just scroll all the way down to the bottom of Apple Podcasts and there'll be a spot where you can leave a review and um, I would love to see that. Okay, so I'm gonna stop chatting. It's actually time for us to dive right into our interview today with Alan C. Paul, okay, of the God and Gigs show. Alan is a musician. He's also a coach for creatives and author of the book God and Gigs, as well as Your Art, God's Heart. And he is all about helping to bridge the gap between creativity and values of faith and Christianity and to really help people just build careers in the arts right he is a musician himself he has had a career in the arts for years and years and yeah he helps other people build careers in the arts so if you are interested in having a creative career you definitely want to listen to this conversation or even if you just want some inspiration to start being creative and start making music starting to sing starting to act starting to play piano or whatever it is you're going to love this interview he's going to get into His story of becoming a musician and starting God and Gig Show, which is his podcast, which is reaching so many people and helping so many people become artists who are thriving and who are walking in their purpose. And so i love for you to just dig into this interview, really, really, really listen and really let it speak to your soul. I'm so excited. Without further ado, the one and only Alan C. Paul. All right, so I am back. And I'm here with Alan Paul. Hi, Alan. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so excited to talk about you, about you as a as an artist and your artistry and just everything that you're doing. So how are you doing today? I'm
0: doing amazing, Estelle. Thank you so much for having (laughs) me on your show. It's an honor.
1: Yes. I'm very excited. So we're just gonna jump right into it. Um, if everyone doesn't know who you are, if they don't know God and, the God and Gigs Show, the, your podcast, if they don't know who is Alan C. Paul, you know, <laughs> I'd love for you to kind of give them. That's what it says on your inch on your email, by the way. So that's why I have to like have the C in there too, Alan C. Paul. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> So give them just the gist of like okay who you are what you do as an artist and then we'll go from there.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much again for having me. I always lead when people say, "Oh, you know, what are you all about?" and it's like you're supposed to keep your life story in, you know, 30 seconds. <laughs> but um I it's four words. I've tried to distill it down pretty simple. I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a creative, and I'm forgiven. So husband of one wife for 27 years, my wife Leah, who puts up with me for some reason, father of three kids, now all adults, creative um, because God gave me this gift to express myself, whether it be music, art, writing, now podcasting, whatever it is, that's the way I express who I am, right? So it's not who I am as a creative, it's not all I am, but it's how I express it. And the last one is forgiven because Jesus has saved me and given me a a, a, a new lease on life that um, I get to live out in grace every day. So that's a nutshell, author, creator of God of gigs, all that stuff kind of comes after those four words, right? It goes under the creative side, but that's really who I am. And that's why I love to share with other creatives and just help us live this life out more, more, in a more fulfilled way
1: yes and you do a really great job of that i'm really excited to get into all the ways that you do that but i love that way that you described yourself that's really good it's very um like it's not um just one section of your life you gave a really good it's a very balanced like what's the word that i'm looking for thorough just like whole it's a very whole life that you're describing which is really good and really great for artists i think to see Um, That it's possible to, you know, have, you know, the really beautiful home life and those really great relationships and friendships and, um, you know, that beautiful home and still have your art as well, which is really cool. So going into your story a little bit, because, and then of course, you know, being saved and having that relationship with God and letting that guide your creativity, which we'll get into as well. But going into your story a little bit, because you said that you are a creative you love to express yourself in these different ways right creatively so how did you know that but like when did you first discover that oh i have these creative gifts and then what made you decide to actually pursue them what made you decide to actually start to grow them and to develop them
0: mm, this is a great question because i think a lot of times people assume and to me too they'll say things like i know you probably heard this too like oh, well, when did you start to play and when did you start to sing? And it's like the assumption is, well, you know, there's like this magic fairy dust that falls on you at some point. Like I don't remember a time without music simply because it was always around me. My mom was a music teacher. Um, She says I started to play at the age of two or three. I used to reach up and try to touch the keys and so on. And, so, and uh, then growing up in church, so. I think the music was always the way I expressed myself uh, simply because it was what other people expressed themselves, like to me and around me and church choirs and things like that. So um, I would say the piano was probably like my first inc- inclination that, hey, this is what I'm going to probably do with my life. Uh, it doesn't mean, again, that I didn't have other things, but I love I loved science and I grew, you know did a lot of stuff in reading and just enjoyed life and learning like I've always been a, a very much a nerd. So I just wanted to be like you know around like learning and information and, and doing cool stuff, but mu- music was the thing that gave me the quickest like rush for all of those things. So whether it was band, jazz band, and in, in high school or whatever, that's what I really got. You know, my creative, I guess, um, um, again, the, the inspiration from because when I'm learning in band, what I was learning at choir it always felt like, hey, this makes me feel like I'm needed. I'm important. I'm fulfilled. I'm, uh, I'm challenged. Right. And so I think as you become a professional or decide to become a professional, all those things get like enhanced, but it shouldn't take away the joy of when you're first a kid, and I was playing recitals or whatever, you know, like I could still play my, my, my buzzing D piece when I was like five years old or seven years old. Like I still remember it. That's how like innate that becomes like when you have those experiences and you can still play the song you learn when you're eight years old. It's because it was that powerful. And because that creative gift doesn't like, you know, if you nurture it, it doesn't die. You know, it just kind of just keeps bubbling up. So even if you don't do it professionally, you just can't get away from it. So that's what it's like for me. Like I, once I got to college, I realized that this is probably going to be my profession. Um But I think up to that point, I always knew it was going to be some part of my life
1: wow that's beautiful i love what you said about how that song stuck with you like you can still play it now because that's what i talk about so much on this show and everyone who's listening will know that it's like you probably grew up singing like if you're listening to this so many times you you were in choir when you were younger you did theater you were in band for instance like in your case you have this inclination to express yourself through music, through the performing arts, through some creative outlet because you had some experience with it when you were younger and a lot of times you get away from it because, um, you know, like you were saying, maybe you don't nurture it as much or people around you didn't nurture it and then you get away from it. And then eventually you're like, but you still have this desire to do it. Like it still keeps bubbling up the way that you said it, right? And you can't get away from it. And so even if you want to do it as a creative outlet, whether it's a career, a creative outlet or a hobby, it doesn't matter. It's still worthwhile. It's worth pursuing because I mean, you can just hear from your story, how much joy it brings you, how you talked about feeling needed, feeling challenged when you were, you know, playing and um, engaging in music. And so many people want that that know that they are needed know that they have something to give to people but then don't realize that it's you know like it's this creative gift that you have like use it do something with it you never know who can be impacted by it and how it can also bring you so much joy too and so I just thought that you talked about how you just knew that it would always be in your life because you grew up with it you grew up having that and you um, experienced the joy and everything that came with it um so from there did you study music in college you said you you realized you were going to do it professionally in college
0: yes I did I um got to university of Miami and went ahead and did my music education degree um and had jazz emphasis I started classical piano I actually studied classical all the way through to high school and um did a couple of semesters at Interlochen uh up in Michigan and realized no actually one semester up in Interlochen um or a summer camp and that was about the time that I was realizing you know, these classical musicians, this is hard. <laughs> and not only hard, but I was also starting to hear jazz. I was introduced to a Miles Davis record. Um when I remember in my 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 living room where my 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 brother's uh my brother had this project and we were all doing the project and he was asleep. And I remember I was so mad because he was asleep. But while we were doing his project, we heard this jazz coming through. So I thanked my brother for not doing his project because I never would have heard jazz. So in Aaron and I started realizing, like, wow! I started sneaking across the road to to hear the jazz, and I would sneak away from my classical teachers. So that just continued in college. I, I had started one year in college, a classical, snuck upstairs to the to the jazz school, and eventually started jazz. So yeah, I studied all the way through uh, University of Miami, got my bachelor's in music at with jazz emphasis and piano. And um, again, it wasn't that I mean, music education was the other side was the teaching side that was always part of it. So I did not necessarily want to be a professional in terms of like pursuing a performance career only. I wanted it to be something where I was always, you know, sharing it. And so I went to elementary. I love teaching elementary. I've taught yeah. adults. I've taught toddlers. I mean, it's just whatever place where I can like be a part of that world, um, that's what it has. But then of course, the professional side in performing started calling my name later. But that wasn't so much later that I even started doing gigs. That's a whole other story.
1: When you started doing gigs. What were you doing like, at that moment? And what was that spark that was like, I need to start performing again, that, you know, that next, you know, that next step to say, like, okay, I need to feel challenged in this way when it comes to performing. Why, why did you start to do gigging?
0: I uh, no, this is a, I sometimes I don't want to tell this part of the story because it's almost like, you know, when you have to go back to the testimony, you have to tell all, all the negative side, all this, all the stuff that you don't want to talk about, but that gives God glory to tell the testimony. So, uh, I didn't play secular music basically or any kind of gigs after leaving college. I had a little R and B band for about two years. We went to Nashville. We won a regional competition for a talent show. We went to Anaheim. Um, And lost to a R&B band. It was six of us in this real band. We played our own music. I wrote the music. You know, it was like, we thought we were the bee's knees. And we got beat by an R&B group that just kind of like did some tracks. And I was so disappointed. (laughs) And I just kind of like walked away from performance. So I was playing in my church and I was teaching, but gigging or playing. I was just like, this is not the life for me. Plus I had a young family and it was like, this is just not going to work. So it was almost eight to nine years later still that... It was me at my church because long story short, I had to kind of congeal a couple of things, but I left my school, resigned, started teaching full-time, sorry, started working at my church full-time. And about three years into that, God started giving me like inclinations that I'm going to, I don't want you here and I want you to be doing something else. I had no idea what that was. And the end of that story is I resigned from my ministry position, which is crazy with no job by the way i resigned with no other job i was like what i don't know why my wife didn't realize i was crazy and kicked me out right then but it was that time i was like okay well i guess if i'm not full-time in church and i'm not full-time teach i guess there's only the other one skill i have and that's gigs so i ended up playing for 50 dollars a day or 50 dollars a night at this blues club Mm -hmm. off in the side and that was it was desperation basically is what i'm saying desperation and the fact that i knew i had a degree in this performance and i was like i'm not using it i just assumed that god or whatever whatever religious reason i was giving myself was i was supposed wasn't supposed to play it and all of a sudden it was like well yes i'm supposed to do it because i learned how to do it and i should be doing it and so it was really that weird kind of why am i not using this gift kind of thing and i just started playing gigs again, open mics again. And then eventually I started, oh, well, you know, maybe I can do a couple of things with my friends. And then we started doing top 40 stuff. And then I started, It's like, oh, my, this whole world opened back up because I had shut the door. Nobody else did. I had shut the door on, my, on this side of my music. And it was really nobody's fault but my own. And I, and I say again, carefully, it doesn't mean that I should have been performing the entire time. I'm glad I had the experiences I had. I'm glad I was kind of not out in the road Touring and stuff, because I had it, like I said, my wife and my kids, I was really home most of the time, except for, you know, doing basically church things. So I'm glad I wasn't like out there doing stuff. But the gig and the the performance came right at the right time where I said, hey, I got to push myself in another direction. And uh yeah, that's how it happened. And, you know, the rest really came. That's how God of gigs and everything else came because I entered that world and let that gift, you know, try to explore it again
1: yeah that's beautiful i love that i know you know like you said you have to take the you can't take the get the good without the bad when it comes to you know like the testimony with when it comes to the story but i think it's really important for us to hear like how that actually started for you um because there are people listening who also know that they have a gift and then they're just you know maybe they've got a Um, Degree in it and maybe they've just kind of like set it to the side haven't had time for it maybe they just you know have always wanted to start singing or playing music or playing piano writing songs right but just never really made time for it but you in the season you know that you were in that moment of desperation as you say you decided to take that step take that leap of faith and like go for it put yourself out there which is really not easy to do and then now you're inspiring so many other people to do the same thing, but not just in like a very like, okay, like just, you know, start doing gigs or whatever, but you're using your background. From what I can see, you're using your background in education, as well as your experience doing gigs and performing and putting that together to then share with other people how they can actually do this thing, whether it's as a career or as a side hustle and, you know, perform and even make money from it build businesses as artists as performers how does you know before you get into like gotten gigs and everything with a podcast but how did your experience with like education and being a teacher um teaching music and everything, how did that translate into like you wanting to now like inspire other people to perform? Like did that, was that because you were inspiring other people to perform right. As a teacher, you were helping people start performing. Yeah. That's a
0: great, that's a great uh, connection. I never, I I, I did kind of think about it. I never thought of it when you said it until you you just said it just now in that way that I was, when I was a teacher, Mm -hmm. I always felt that my goal was to, inspire the next generation of either music creators or music consumers. That was always my goal because I was dealing with a lot of elementary kids. It's like, okay, we're not going to be boxing and Beethoven's and, you know, I'm not trying to create a whole bunch of music prodigies. that that's not what they're there for. It was general music. But I realized at that young age, I was able to kind of form their love of just being in the space of being musical. Right. And so I understood that that was my job. Um, not necessarily just to make the musicians, right? And so I think the way it translates is that I've always felt I have this the gift and the desire to teach and to help people see what they're capable of. Um, and that part absolutely translated. I remember when I first wrote the notes for guiding gigs, and it wasn't gonna be a book, it was gonna be a pamphlet. And I just I literally came up on Facebook my message, my my memories like just today. And I just wrote down like five or six little ideas of you know, uh, other people that were doing this, that were gigging. And I was like, well, how are they doing this? Well, someone needs to know. Someone needs to hear how they go to church and play in these things and they don't feel like they're conflicted. Somebody needs to know how they make a living. And I need it. (laughs) So a lot of the teaching desire comes from if I need it, somebody else needs it. You know what I mean? So that's where I, I see that gift and the desire to teach always comes from being... Less selfish and more selfless. I have to give something to somebody else. If it's information, if it's inspiration, it belongs to someone else. And so, whether you know how, whether it's a podcast or writing, my job is to give away what I have, or to connect that person with someone else who has what they need. So that's really why that co- I think that that through line exists. So I, I'm glad you brought out that, that connection.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that, and I'd love for you to teach people right now a little bit kind of like apply those gifts of yours because you said you want to what you're doing all the time anyway but you said that what you did as a teacher is you help people or you help those kids you know learn to like appreciate music and everything and so here as listeners are some of them you know have that appreciation for music and the arts but don't see that gift inside themselves. And you yourself said, you know, you always knew that you had this gift, and it was something that need to be needed to be given. So talk to um, people right now. Talk to us right now about how can we like know that we have this gift and actually start putting it out there. Like, what are those first steps to starting to perform, starting to sing, starting to act, starting to do theater, dance, play an instrument? you know, what would you say, like, okay, how would you encourage people to go for it?
0: Well, I, I love this question, because this always brings me back. And that is where it gives me a chance to to, to put my wife out there. So <laughs> I always like to put my wife out there, with this example, because my wife is a singer. She is a creative, but she's not a professional. This is why I like have to draw myself away from my world, because my world is, oh, I do this professionally. Meanwhile, my wife went to school with me, she studied school, she studied voice, but she decided not to become a singer-singer, right? Like a professional singer. But I always look at my wife, and I've told her this many times. People have begged her to do a CD. People have begged her to do an EP. She's always like, no. I don't, I don't. But other people who are Grammy winners and people who have been on tours, all of our greatest best friends have told her she has the gift. And that's the first thing I'll tell somebody. Be careful of evaluating your own gift by your own standard. A lot of times we think we're not ready because we've told ourselves we're not ready. Meanwhile, there are other people in your life that are telling you, hey, I want to hear you. I want to see this happen in your life. So you have to be very, very aware that sometimes we're our own worst critic and we can talk ourselves out of going for what we can do because we simply made ourselves think that no one else wants to hear it. Meanwhile, you might have people in your family, people in your church, people in your school, people in your workplace, and you'll be at a karaoke bar. They were like, "Girl, why aren't you?" Let those people be kind of like the people that kind of keep you from dismissing your own dream or dismissing your own talent. Now, the second part—I mean, you know this very well, Estelle—is you got to give yourself the chance to learn, give yourself the chance to take small bets and small wins, like taking a class, like singing at an open mic things that don't necessarily cost a lot of money or they don't cost you a lot of self-esteem. You're not scared that everyone's going to hate you. You're not spending a lot of money on like producing an album or joining a play the first time. You take some small steps, small bets, but then start exercising. And the third thing I would say for someone is absolutely 100% celebrate those small wins and do not critique yourself on the small steps you take. Because Every step you take is going to be kind of like a stumble, right? It's going to be like, oh well, that didn't sound quite right. Oh, that painting didn't come out quite right. And of course, because you're you're kind of we talked about this in, in a recent conversation, you're beginning again, right? It's like the word, very word, begin, like it's has again, kind of already in the word, right? So you're beginning again and again and again and again. But that's okay. So I want to make sure people who are starting don't again talk themselves out of the process. Because at the beginning you are going to feel a little bit like a fish out of water, but um, but like you said, many times we just, these are gifts that maybe inside you you just haven't exercised them. So just like anything else, it takes the practice, it takes some of the boring stuff, but be willing to celebrate. Take yourself out for a reward at every point that you finish a class or that you did the open mic or that you sang the song or you wrote the song or you showed up at the church choir. Whatever you did, celebrate those things and remind yourself that you know you're taking one step closer to. What really amounts, again, for other people. It's not just for you. The gift is for other people. And if you say other people focus, you won't focus so much on what you feel or what you didn't do or any of that kind of critical stuff.
1: Yes. So good. Thank you so much for breaking it down so well. And what you ended on just now, just re-emphasizing that it's not about you. Like, yes, you should and you do and you will and you should experience so much fulfillment and joy from using that gift because it's something that God has given you and he wants you to use it but at the same time like there are so many people who can and will be impacted by you sharing your talent sharing your gift and when you focus on them it's so it takes off some pressure from you I love that you I love that you emphasize that Thank you so much for listening to part one of my conversation with Alan Paul of the God and Gigs podcast. Go to the show notes to go ahead and listen to his podcast in the meantime and to learn more about being a full-time paid artist and creativity and so many things while you wait for our conversation, the rest of our conversation to come out next week. I'm so, so grateful that you took the time to listen. I know your time is so valuable and I hope you have an amazing week. I hope this inspired you and I'll talk to you later. Thank you so, so much for listening to today's episode and to this show. I'm so in awe of you for being here and showing up for your creative gifts. That takes courage. Don't forget to join the Performing Arts community on Facebook for support and inspiration as you continue on your journey. If this episode helped or inspired you in any way, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and share it with someone. It means so, so much. Thank you again, and don't forget to keep singing, acting, dancing, performing, and living creatively. Talk to you next time.